Greetings, designers. Welcome to season 16 of Project Runway. <laughs> Heidi, it's our sweet 16. Can you believe this? I can't believe we've been together for 16 seasons. I love this. This is going to be great. I know. Hey, y'all. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I am Ernest. And I'm Samilia. And we are a couple of art makers who take great pleasure in all Project Runway has to offer. And if this is your first time listening, we are back for our third season. There's plenty of archived episodes to peruse through um, and to go back in. We began with All-Star Season 5. We then doubled back for Season 15 of Project Runway, the main show, or as we refer to it, Project Runway Prime. And mm-hmm. now we are back for Season Sweet 16. And... um. Whoop. Right off the top, for those unfamiliar with the format of the show, this is Project Runway, which means there is an actual runway at the end of the episode. So since Samili and I are very (laughs) visual, (laughs) we created a visual (laughs) cheat sheet with all the final looks. And this season, um, we are splitting them into the designers with the high scores, low scores, and the safe ones. So the sheet doesn't spoil who the winner or the losers are or the lower and higher scores. So no worries there. And you can find the link for the cheat sheet in our link section in the description of this podcast. So just tap on that and then the cheat sheet should pop up. Um, You can also find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the workroom podcast to get updates on when episodes drop and when the cheat sheets goes live. And um, we also have a special announcement. So, Samelia, would you like to oh, announce? Oh, yes. We have a special guest interview. We interviewed Ma Jing Wong from last season. Woo-hoo. So be looking forward to that interview that should drop um, sometime in the next few days. Yay. Yes. So, um, and and we had a wonderful time talking with him. And so it's a really fun really wonderful and eye-opening interview so we hope you guys enjoyed yes. that that kind of uh that extra that we're putting in there all right yeah. so uh all right Samilia, ready let's let's get to it yeah okay so um so we get into this episode as most seasons begin with the designers flooding into the streets of new york and everyone's looking amazing and um obviously excited and I feel like, you know, the same thing. What, we're, what we are to believe is that they're walking toward a gathering, a place. They're just not strutting down the street, even though <laughs> they kind of are. Right. So the way they film the show, it's like, <laughs> hey, guys, we're just going to film you there. And everyone, you know, this is season 16. They're, I got the impression that they're also wearing clothes that they've made. So I, you know, I don't yeah. know if, if you noticed that, but I'm, I'm figuring by season 16 you ought to know how to do this like promote yourself from the very beginning right. come on yeah so yeah um oh, I didn't, yeah i didn't think about that yeah i kind of noticed a little bit of it and and i'm you know for some other people it's more and we'll we'll get into that we'll and i'll get into like some some people's styles how they're how they translate into their aesthetic and then how some people's styles do not translate mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. so uh so we get a little preview of that um, and we have this season's welcome party set up in a gorgeous loft looking area, which in which in NYC means it looks like it used to be a parking lot or, or a garage <laughs> that a bunch of people right. wiped down real quick with some exposed <laughs> dirty brick. 
<laughs> so it's like <laughs> industrial chic. It's just, it's, you know, it's kind of like, it's fancy for New York in a way. And, um, and they have a, a bar set up and with a mixologist making this specialty cocktail. Yeah. Did and it have it, coffee in there or it, what? It, yeah. It had like some caffeine kick or whatever with vodka and it doesn't sound tasty at all. Right. But there's clearly some, <laughs> some theme. And it also was a mustard yellow, which I thought was, you know, a kind of a producer slap in the face to Nina Garcia because she hates that color. To me, on the screen, it looked like mustard. And I was like, how dare you guys make a mustard yellow drink? It's so disgusting. It looks kind of, it looks pretty brown, like coffee. Okay. Well, maybe I'm look. I'm seeing it as like a yellow tinge. Oh. But, you know, you're right. That makes more sense. If it's coffee, then it's a brown color. I don't know why I'm seeing mm-hmm. yellow. Um, yeah. So we we start off with the first designers into the, um, the welcome party. And that's uh, identical twins, Claire and Sean. Yeah. And Are they the first twins or or even sibling set? I think they might be, you know, because I was thinking an equivalent would have been um, another show, which is very close to this one, which which is Top Chef. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever I don't really remember anyone. I'm you know, we last season we had my um, not we just talked about watching last last <laughs> um, season. We had Cornelius and. Um, oh, and oh. oh my gosh what is her name holy crap it also starts with an m or her her name ends with an m but um they were clearly friends and had a relationship but didn't know that they were going to be on the show with each other right these two come in clearly knowing walking hand in hand you know they have a a kind of a shtick like a twin <laughs> shtick mm-hmm. so they have that thing that we don't all understand, you know, the like, kind of like a stereotypical twin relationship. And right. um, they're also clearly wearing clothes that convey their personal aesthetic. That's supposed to, I guess. Natalia. Natalia. That's what it is. Natalia. Yeah. All I could Sorry. see was her last name, which starts with an M. I'm going to look that yeah. up and feel bad about it later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Natalia and, and Cornelius went to school together last last season I mean, not last thing, but they, they were well, colleagues, essentially. Right. And so I don't know. I think this is the first time we have had siblings or people who are related on the show at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that? Because they aren't a, a, um, a duo. They're separate. They're, they're competing separately. I just feel like there's going to be so much more drama this season mm-hmm. <laughs> than last season. I mean, even... You can sort of get a sense of that from the previews too, but mm-hmm. yeah, these twins are something else. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like they are kind of setting them up to yeah appear almost almost uh, conjoined in a way. You know, they come in, they're they're they're. Con- I mean, they're twins. I know so, they're they're twins, yeah. but you know, that's, it's kind of like kind of expected. <laughs> I I you know, and I know, and I don't really know that many identical twins in real life, and and I, I actually know quite a few. Oh, you do? Yeah. That's interesting. A lot of my friends growing up were identical twins, or I mean, at least fraternal twins. I just what? know a lot of twins somehow. Yeah, I had a, a pair of friends who were for, uh, who were fraternal twins, but I don't think I knew. I, man, I I only I think I knew very few actual twins so this is this is normal to you the way they behave the way they act with each other oh yeah yeah Yeah. that's it's like oh okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're their own i feel like they also have their own twin language which is um 
you know, I don't think they're showing us their twin language. I think they're translating their twin language to us. That's why they sound. So if you're, if you know, if you kind of, as we follow them through the show, um, and we'll get to that later, um, the, the way they speak is very distinct. And um, it is kind of odd. And without judgment, it's odd. <laughs> and I think it's mostly because twins are odd. They have their own little... <laughs> very close um, language in a way, you know, it's, it's physical, it's, it's linguistic, it's all of that. And mm-hmm. so I feel as if when they're talking to the camera or when they're talking to other designers, they're not speaking in a way that is natural to them. They're just like, we have to be semi-communal now. It can't just be us. We have <laughs> to kind of, you know, speak to these other creatures as if so in a way that they can understand <laughs> us. And I'm, that's how that's what I'm getting where they're just, right. you know, they can't do their actual twin thing because that's just like a personal thing. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. anyway, it, but, but one is, you know, they, they kind of lay it out for us on how to tell them apart straight away. But it's kind of obvious. So one's bald and one's got a really long ponytail. And um, the one who is. Uh, bald is Sean and Claire has hair so that's how yeah Claire hair Sean shaved yeah Sean shaved that's what it is Sean shaved Claire hair all right great yeah great um and so um yeah and, and I right off the bat you know in terms of these designers wearing clothes that I think express their aesthetic or their design philosophy if you will (laughs) um she's wearing a backward harness that kind of reminds me of a few seasons ago um do you remember timothy from madison wisconsin he was he was in always in search of unicorns um, and rainbows and he was Mm. he almost he almost was eliminated on a dress he made that looked like a shirt that 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 top that sean has on which is a harness or a t-back um, uh, tank top, but turned backwards, and that's that's immediately what I thought of when she walked in. I was like, hmm, I don't think that's good, because <laughs> they already hate that. Like the judges said that they hated that. Um, so yeah. Um, anyway, so so we also have Deontay Weather comes in from Seattle, and he is here, and his I think his wife had the baby the day that he walked into that door. His wife, he has a wife who's do any day now and i think she was due that day Mm -hmm. but it's it's okay she's okay with him being there and um he um it's kind of rare to have um like a i don't actually don't know if it's rare to have a father who or or anyone who is actually like pregnant or with child we had um liana a couple seasons ago who came back to help out if you've you guys remember a few seasons ago on the group season where every every challenge was a group challenge um, and Liana was uh, eliminated, but she came back for fashion week help and she was pregnant. So I'm just like, I'm just just pointing out the fact that, you know, whatever you right. have things in common with other seasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but the twins become sort of de facto hosts of the show from this point on. And pretty much everyone who comes in, they interview them. And ask them, oh, so what kind of clothes do you make? And what is your design aesthetic? And I'm just like, you guys don't have to fake like you're normal. You can you can just, you know, just be with one another in a corner if you want to. Just leave everyone alone. <laughs> but I don't know how you felt about that. But I feel like it's sometimes if you're in a group of other artists, it could it can be the most boring thing to talk about when people ask, 
like I'm a photographer and they were like, oh, what kind of photography do you do? I'm like, oh my God, I don't, I, and I like <laughs> to be an asshole and throw people off by saying like, I, I, I'm a cameraless photographer, which is true. <laughs> but people are like, oh my God, you don't work with cameras. Like, no, I don't use cameras when I make my photographs. But anyway, but Deontay's really lovely and wonderful and says that he makes glam luxury street sportswear. Um, mm-hmm. which sort of cues the twins into talking about themselves again. Like, so. Oh, like, like we do <laughs> exactly. like, like us. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> because that's basically what they're used to doing is talking oh to each other gosh. and talking about yeah. each other. I'm like, you guys can just do that. Just, just do that. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, and they've dressed Carrie Perry. They've interned with Betsy Johnson. They've been in teen Vogue and they have, you know, a pretty um, impressive, uh, resume that they just kind of lay all out there in in the open yeah. um, as you know and, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other people on the show are walking in pretty confident um, but I think having your having your sister there definitely gives you um, in my my opinion a leg up or yeah a false sense of security absolutely so yeah you have this whole nother support system that, yeah. I mean nobody else has that exactly exactly <laughs> coming in so it could be a benefit or it could be their downfall. Let's see. So <laughs> and so let's run through and we we see, we get to meet pretty much everyone. I don't know if anyone stood out to you on their entrance or their story because we do get a little bit of backstory behind almost everyone, not everyone, but um I would say maybe um uh because there are 16 designers this season for Sweet 16. So there're quite a mm-hmm. few people to get through. Um Yeah. But did anyone stand out to you in that little... How do you say her name? Botany? Oh, Botany. I thought it was Botany, but everyone says Botany. So I hope that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah. Yeah. She really... I mean, I just I love her style, first of all. So describe her, her style. Her presence. So what did, what did you... It's like this, like, Afro-chic, sort of, you know, funky, but fresh. Mm-hmm. She's got like a really cool swagger almost, you know, to her, but just very confident and mm-hmm. cute, fun and lively, but like she knows herself so well. You know, yeah. like so when she was introing herself and coming in, I was like, Oh man, that's I'm excited <laughs> to see what she does. I know? know. Yeah, because I was also excited because I you know, you can go through and see everyone's sort of road to the runway. And she's She's my hometown girl. So she's from, I'm, she's from Inglewood, California. And that's not, I'm from LA, but I grew up across the street from Inglewood. And so I'm just so excited. I was like, what? There is a, there's someone who's not just from LA, but from Inglewood on the show. Yeah. Wow. And she's wrapped in Ankara fabrics that's, from head to toe. Oh, and I'm, yeah. I'm so excited to see her. And um, yeah, yeah. And also there's just something about Margarita. Yes, I really like her too. I like her so much. She has like pizzazz, you know. Yeah, she there's something about energy. her. Just very fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as, funny. Yeah, she's hilarious. <laughs> I think as we go along, I mean, you know, she's got a kind of sense of humor that I'm like, hmm, there is something about you that's re- really off, but in um, an amazing way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we also have um, a, a contestant named Amy, who is a current or maybe former professor at Otis. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of L.A. connections. So Otis is another school. It's a small art school in, in L.A. And um, she is the oldest contestant and has a quote unquote trunk packed with wisdom. <laughs> it's 
So yeah, I was like, oh boy. I mean, I can oh, either no. go one or one of two ways. <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. So, um, I mean, unfortunately, we still have to talk about the twins because all of them, all the designers, as they come in, are harassed by one twin or another. They've kind of split up and are sort of, you know, doing their impromptu interviews on the side. Um, and so, <laughs> so then we, but they kind of get knocked to the ground by. Uh, a designer a designer named Annoying Friend. So Cha-Cha walks in. Cha-Cha, <laughs> whose name is also, I think it's Vincent or Cha-Cha, which means Annoying Friend. And, and I think oh my goodness. Uh, where he comes from. Um, he's from Taipei, Taiwan. And uh, as soon as he walks in, the, the ignorance begins right away. He doesn't say hi. He just starts pointing at people and playing free association by telling everyone who what celebrity they look like. So <laughs> he tells one twin, oh, you look like Katy Perry, which is, is probably so socially awkward. It is so I, I cringed the entire time. You see time it throughout the camera. episode. Yeah. Oh yes. My it gets gosh. worse, people. It gets kind of worse. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> and, and so so he points at one. He points at Claire Hare and says, you look like Katy Perry. And apparently she can't take being compared to anyone that's not her sister. And so then, um, <laughs> yeah, I was surprised at her reaction. Actually. I know she just was like, what? Like, it's like, really? Are you, are you kidding me? You look just like her. So, uh, and then anyway, so cha-cha reigns his, is, you know, he spreads his reign of ignorance around and, um, <laughs> and I'm sure the editors kept the most non-offensive things he probably said, because he goes to Botany, who is gorgeous, and he's like, "Hey, Rihanna," and she's like, "My name's Botany." Oh, I was like, "Oh man. my god, this is just oh, <laughs> not," you know. And she smiles, and she's like, "My name is Botany," you know, just you know, very gracious and regal, and you know, wonderful. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway, so as this rampage of terror is running around, a huge bus comes in and parks right near this what was once a random red carpet. And uh, now we know why there is a random brick carpet in the middle of the bar in this, this, you know, this, this dirty brick loft and Tim and Heidi step out and they uh, have this awkward thing. Cause Tim almost falls out of the bus. Cause you know, he's wonderful and, and awkward and, and, you know, can't take <laughs> huge steps, especially off of a bus. Um, and they have their weird banter and they have a, you know, an awkward, cheek kiss but what but who cares you know the designers are right. already sobbing so i don't know if you noticed <laughs> no. this but just from the very so beginning emotional. the bus comes in and yeah. people just start sobbing everyone is crying yeah. everyone yeah and so um <laughs> so they come out and they're just like hey designers hey you know i don't think any of the designers know where they are anymore they're just you know there's just tears everywhere it's just flooding with just 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 seawater of tears and then um and then we get the real twist of the season and with the models who come out one by mm -hmm. one and they walk out in their blank canvas look of jeans and black tank tops and their hair pulled back. And uh, here's where the title of the show comes in. One size does not fit all because right. this season we are getting a range of sizes of women who are models from, from they range from sizes two to 22. 22. Yeah. So, um, what another twist is on this season is all the models are randomly assigned and every, um, every challenge, every challenge, yeah. all of the designers are going to get a new model. So everyone's going to get to work with a different size or going to have to adjust 
and um, and get used to working with women of all body types. So um, this is something that I've heard Tim Gunn talk about profusely in the past. So as I've scoured the internets, I, you know, full disclosure, I have Tim Gunn on a Google alert. So anytime anything comes up about Tim Gunn, <laughs> I get a Google alert. But he's been ranting and raving and, and sometimes he gets a little, you know, fiery about how he wishes that they would actually have a plus size season. So I feel like this is a compromise with the producers because they could have just had all plus size models. And I think that would have right. been... Um, a lot more groundbreaking than than this. Mm-hmm. This is sort of to me like an in between and sort of them, you know, um, tapping their their toes into the water of oh, can we can we do this? Because you know, you kind of see. Um, I think they're anticipating the designers freaking out a little bit because you know we get Tim and Heidi under their breath and like, yeah, this is an amazing. This is a this is a great idea this plus size thing this is great i'm i'm fine with it heidi's like i mean yeah, i was cheering okay. yeah <laughs> I was like, it's about time <laughs> i felt like they've they've made so many strides already just within this season mm-hmm. i mean like the diversity's gone up mm-hmm. you know and having the whole sibling set which is a first and right I mean, it's just like a lot of good changes yeah yeah i totally agree and i think we saw it, you know, even begin from last season, you know, where um, we we did have and, you know, and maybe before with with uh, with with Ashley Timpton's season where she had the first all plus size um, project runway um, uh, finale show. So I think it it might have sparked it from there. And and I think perhaps they got such good feedback from that season that they're just like, hmm, all right, well, maybe this is something that we can we can do, Tim, maybe after 15 seasons, finally. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, so some of the some of the designers, designers are clearly excited and some are clearly faking it, as we'll see later. And um, we have a red face moment from a particular designer who um, is has only designed for men in the past. And his name yeah. is Brandon, Brandon Key from San Francisco. He's on the show and he's never made women's wear before. So as the models are coming out and they're explaining um, the rules of the season, he's slamming back that vodka coffee martini. <laughs> and I feel like he turns away from the camera just to cry a little bit because yeah. he's like, what did oh, I get man. myself into? It's like, yeah. But what did he yeah, think? Dude. Of hmm? course. I mean, well, I, I, I just, I was like, well, of course, Brandon. Yes. You know. You're well, making clothes for women on the show. You've seen Project primarily. Runway. You yeah. know the deal. Exactly. <laughs> it's like they they will have that one um, token show or token challenge where they might have men as models. But, you know, how are you going to bank on that? Um, You know, unless, I mean, that would be an even, that would be a whole separate show if they were doing menswear right. and, and maybe right. you could have, a, you know, auditioned for that show. Interesting. But I feel like there's a couple of things that the designers are surprised about that they shouldn't be. And it's season 16, guys. Get it together. So yeah. one thing that they're surprised about is that this is not just a loft party in a dirty garage. It's the start of the challenge as well. And they're like, what? Oh, my God. And people start crying again. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm freaked out. It's like, yeah, guys, haven't you watched this show? Oh my god, they can't. It can't be real. I was just like, you guys, really? 
come on come on so um anyway so so tim and heidi um, unleash the models onto their designers and they've been randomly assigned and um everyone sort of gets their their talking head or the designers get their talking head moment where they're like i'm okay with this i have a larger model i'm okay with this <laughs> this is great you know this is how it really is supposed to be it's just the show and this will be i um, I'm afraid that this will be a theme throughout the entire season that every episode we're going to have to, they're going to have to repeat how this is good for us and how this is a good thing that we were having plus size model models on the show. We all know guys, like, come on, most of us watching the show are not model sized and, <laughs> and me in particular, like I don't really have a lot of curves. And so, you know, I'm like, I, you know, I'm all for, you know, no curves, curves, whatever. It's fine. You know, it's, it, this is, it's, it's, it, this is just wonderful. You guys just let, just let it be, just let it be. Calm yeah. down. Um, yeah. Anyway. So the fitting begins and um, because these women aren't shaped like the new friction erasable pins by pilot, the measurements are extremely <laughs> important. So we get a little tutorial about, larger bodies from the new segment of project runway which is models in the mirror <laughs> I, which i love i mean you know that's like another first i'm like okay yes this is great because i always wonder what the models are thinking yes exactly i mean especially when you know they're on the runway and you know sometimes you're in this hideous outfit or you're with this this uh this designer who just can't get it together every week and you know things like that there is drama and and you know for for people who are interested in interested in project runway history there did used to be a whole separate show for the models in the first few seasons and uh that show no longer runs um concurrently with the season so this is sort of another a re i think it's a really nice integrated way of getting into the heads of the, what the models are thinking especially this year since we are working with um models who um unfortunately have been put upon to educate us about what it's like being not uh, a size two with <laughs> with no curves. So, right. but we start with Lyris, who is a model working with Brandon, the terrified red-faced menswear designer. And um, <laughs> she explains that fit is, is very key. And I think it's important to have these models' voices sort of being very honest about it as well. So it kind of, you know, wow. leads away for a lot of you know, um, how they're portrayed or how they're, how they're spoken about or how we see them. And I can see them sort of trying to lead the, the average viewer into being like, Hey, this is what's going to be for now. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't know if anything stood out to you in this model fitting session. Cause I thought it was really interesting how they're, you know, the, so many measurements like Amy took Amy from Otis college took a measurement of her model's wrists and I've never seen yeah. that on the show. I mean, I, I felt like, yes, just from having worked on apparel with my client being in a whole nother state, mm -hmm. you know, not anywhere close. I'm like, I'm going to need 30 measurements from you, please. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So and was, let's double back. It was an exa example know? of like so. a measurement that you know, wouldn't be conventional. For instance, like Ayana, who is, um, she is a, a Muslim woman who covers and mm -hmm. she is, you know, she's sort of like the, she's kind of like the modest chic designer. She did this thing with her model where she 
you know, had the, the tape measure around her waist, but she made her bend from side to side as she was taking her measurements. And I, I don't really know what that does, which I don't know. But so I'm curious, like what other, what do you think are like some esoteric measurements that you wouldn't normally think of? Um, I mean, I, I don't even know. I feel like all the ones I would, would think of are normal. Like when I, when I watched them measuring, I didn't feel like, anything was mm-hmm. new or 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 odd or anything so you know, just, so yeah, when ayana had her model bend from side to side i've at never the waist, seen that though. <laughs> yeah i was just like but huh. she it, it may have just been something in particular she had in mind that yeah. she was gonna make um and she wanted to know how much how much more would that add once the model was, you know, bending in that particular mm-hmm. way. I don't know. It could okay. have been specific to the type of material she wanted yeah. to use. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Because, I mean, we'll see later. Um, and, and, of course, you guys can see in the final looks what she came up with. And it was a very fitted, well-made design. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So let's move on. They get to, they get to sketch. Um, and they get some time using the pins shaped like the models that they thought they were going to get. Um, the erasable pilot pens and they're at these vanity desks that are sort of you know shaped with a bunch of light bulbs like they're backstage somewhere but no one sits at them and they're kind of walking around and um there's this you know pockets of designers everywhere of course the twins can't design alone (laughs) so they're sitting together and uh i point out this moment because they really highlight it to to um swell the tension on Brandon's face. So Brandon's face is another shade of red as he's oh, looking man. around at these designers who he's assuming are more experienced with women's wear, walking around doing their thing. They have this, the guy, um, uh, Kuzanai, who is uh, a Zimbabwean designer. He's, he's, he looks like he's, um, he's, you know, doing like word poetry to himself. He's moving his hands. He's not even sketching. He's walking around, he's talking to himself in the air and they have some other designers. Like you have, Amy from Otis over there with her glasses and you have the twins sort of talking it out and doing their whole thing, talking about metallicized, metallicized shorts. It's metallic (laughs) shorts. (laughs) I don't even know if metallicized is a word, but they have their twin thing. And so we caught them. They got caught in their twin speak. And so they're talking about that. And he's just like, I don't know. I don't know if I need to be here. I don't know if I need to go home. He Did worries right me, man. He's just such a worry war. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. I mean, I'm not that, yeah. I, let me be honest. I'm not that concerned because I'm like, look, it's season 16. I'm you, no one gets left. I, I'm not, I'm not letting anyone off the hook. Not letting Notice anyone. The table off he the was hook. at had like three vodka glasses, <laughs> three martini glasses. <laughs> Maybe that's why his face was so red. Like, look, dude. Okay, probably slow down on the vodka oh. coffee because I don't think caffeine and vodka. You know, that's interesting. Have they been well. doing that the past few seasons? It's been mostly. Because I know last season they have like this special cocktail. Well, that was the in the elf. middle of the season, though. The first they open with champagne. No, they open with champagne like they always do. This is the first season they have not had champagne, people, just to let you know. And it's a, I think it's another experiment. I know, because I mean, vodka, that'll get you turned. Vodka and caffeine? (laughs) Come on. Uh Gosh, you know, it must be sweet. Ugh. anyway, ugh. just can't. It just makes me a little ill. Um, (laughs) Because if you're that scared, if you're crying, I've never, I don't even know what it would be like to have those many emotions be that 
that nervous, that scared, and then have to work <laughs> drunk. <laughs> They're definitely drunk. Yeah, anyway, forget about it. Anyway, so uh, let's let's move on. So so Tim announces that they actually get to go to Mood to get some fabric. This is yeah. rare, right? Usually they don't usually take them straight to Mood for the first episode. Yeah, usually they go to the workroom. Yeah. Either they have a weird thing, or like, you know, last season was the unconventional challenge, or there was another season before where they took them to Madison Square Garden and the fabric is all over on the, the in the rafters, on the seats, on the floor. And then another season where it's like, hey, these people are parachuting in. That's your fabric. Or like, oh, we spewed <laughs> a bunch of fabric on a football field. Go run and get it. This is the first time where they actually let them go to mood <laughs> and, you know, give them a dignified opening chance. <laughs> Challenge. Right. So uh, anyway, so in this first trip to mood, Samelia, did anything, you know, stand out with what the designers were choosing? Because this is an, this is a key moment. They a lot of them have never been in this giant, giant warehouse of a fabric store. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm just noticing this continuous theme of reds and metallic, mm. even from, you know, the when they start to arrive but even like margarita is that her name margarita? yes margarita yeah yeah she like she chooses this really rich magenta fabric which is so pretty oh, but so um pretty. and then ayana's got this like metallic golden you know like what i'm just noticing what the designers are wearing and then what they're gravitating towards mm-hmm. and deontay chooses this like really bold bright red and yellow print but there's like a lot of reds going mm-hmm. on i think even kids and i chooses this red oh, yeah so it's kind of like i'm like all right reds and floral and metallic are, are really a theme interesting yeah i i noticed um Deontay getting that one print and he got six yards of it i've never gotten mm-hmm. six yards I, I mean i feel like that is to me it stood out as being extremely confident where he knew yeah. he was like I I know what I want to do. I didn't see him getting any other type of backup fabric. He just got this giant floral print and that was it. Six he was like six yards of it. And then mm-hmm. um yeah, I think a lot of the other colors that stood out for some reason, I got the impression that if you saw those in in person, the 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 range of colors would be different, but they were so vibrant that it was almost burning through the TV right. like this it was just such an amazing looking red magenta type thing yeah I also noticed Bontany who for me she was going back and forth with wanting something that was fitted that would that would be for a fitted silhouette or for a flowy silhouette which are opposites yeah oh I didn't pick up on that and to me because I've been watching her because she's my hometown girl. I was like, look, mm-hmm, look, Botany, mm-hmm. go around. Like, what's what's going on? What's going on? Where are you getting? What's the fabric? And what are you thinking? Where's your sketch? What's your right. game plan? And she didn't have one. And to me, that's an mm-hmm. instant problem. So I was immediately, I was kind of o- occupied with worrying about her. But um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. So so everyone gets their fabrics and um, they say goodbye to their first um, time in mood. And Tim takes them to the workroom for the first time. So they come in to the workroom at Parsons. Um, and it's sort of like they're meeting another celebrity. They freak out on their way <laughs> into a room. Because, again, guys, I'm going to repeat it a lot. This is this show's been on for a long time. 
And mm. so a lot of these people, if you're you know, if you're young enough, you grew up watching the show. So every yeah. aspect of it, not just the people, not just Heidi or Tim, but every aspect of the show, the location, mood is a celebrity, the workroom is a celebrity. And um Again, you know, the, the you have, you know, different things on the walls. I just have to say, I'm a little offended by the hourglass figures posted around the room because, okay, we get it. The models are bigger this year. We get it. But it's kind of like, again, <laughs> what about the one with no curves? I'm just saying <laughs> we need some representation as well. I'm not a size two, but, you know, I'm, I'm curveless. And I was very aware of the very, very, you know, hourglass sh- um, figures on the wall. So anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. so... um basically be open with uh, continuing this theme of Brandon is scared. And in the words of Brandon, he is shook and everyone comes in and they, they, you know, they get right to it. And, um, he is, is scared. Very reserved. Very, very reserved. And very quiet. Yes. Yeah. He definitely stands out compared to the re- others who are just so excited and bubbling over. Oh Yes. Yeah, he is just, and I can't imagine what it's like to be just constantly freaked out like that. Yeah. Um, did anything else stand out to you in this initial time in the where, in not the warehouse, in the workroom? <laughs> oh Lord, Cha Cha! What he he started talking about his fat model or something now, and everybody was like, uh, or uh, what's his name? Sintel. In particular, yeah, Sintel was like. Yeah, you're going to need to change your language. Yeah. You know, other descriptions. So so Cha-Cha is showing himself to be, again, just such a problem. (laughs) Such a problem. Just a rain of problem. And so... And just says immediately what's in his brain without any filter. Yeah, I'm just like, I need you to lose your voice. Just shut up. (laughs) Just keep your mouth shut. Such a problem. And um, and Sintel, who we haven't really um, heard uh, much from him or or gotten re- gotten to really know him, um, he's introduced as a former struggling dancer. Um, mm-hmm. Who he seems, you know, pretty nice and and um, is, especially with this interaction with Cha Cha, who breaches the fat model conversation, and he's like, we have to find another word for it. And and Sintel, as a former dancer, of course, dancers also struggle with body issues and there's a whole stigma in that industry as well. Um, but I thought, um, I thought how he sort of handled things was, was okay. I would have just walked away, but you know, if you want to engage Sintel, that's fine. Um, and also on another note on Sintel, he's a designer because a psychic told him to be one. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's uh, not right. I hope he was joking. No, nah, he wasn't joking. I just I hope there's <laughs> another part of that story because I'm like, you shouldn't be a designer if a psychic was like, You're a designer, you're a designer. Are do you wanna be That's why he's a no, that's yeah. his reason. I was hope I'm I'm just hoping as we move on that he says I'm more. just noticing how they I mean with this being like one of their firsts or having a lot of firsts in this season, maybe that's something that they're trying to highlight as well, like different or you know increasing that diversity but also on the religion front <laughs> now, everybody has different everyone has different beliefs that's very wonderful know. of you Samelia Ayana's Muslim and you know Sintel who knows but he's 
Disney. <laughs> Since how he's mystic, you know. <laughs> he was tarot cards, you know, that he, you know, he saw someone in Alphabet City and and now he's on Project Runway. Look at him now. And so I yeah, don't know. There, there definitely seems like there's a lot more. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. We're not hearing. Um, and speaking of, of uh, he's also considers himself a menswear designer as well. And we also get to hear from Aaron, who I guess he considers himself an androgynous clothing designer, not necessarily a menswear designer. Mm-hmm. Um, but quite honestly, you know, he's being presented alongside Brandon and Sintel and all these other people who also designed for men. But Aaron is the one who makes me miss Fabio from season 10. Oh. I you know every time I see Aaron I'm like I think you're just a lesser form of Fabio I, I don't know <laughs> just I miss him I think I think he should be here I think he's such a better designer than you are anyway yeah. so but yeah yeah um oh. yeah we also have the the twins being twins they're explaining um the you know what their different strengths are and how how it will be to design separately as their, as a, as an individual and how, you know, you know, Sean is the one who in their twin speak conceptually solidifies the well being of the consciousness of the garmentization. And she's, and then she's the one Claire is the one who mind melds spatial regions in the brain that we share and then slaps a dress, but in vapor form only. And I'm just like, what are you guys <laughs> talking about? Just stop, exactly. stop interviewing him. I, I, I don't understand what oh, you guys are saying. Right. It makes no sense. You just use a lot of words to say two things, just, just two things. Yeah. Um, also, oh. um, again, I'm just going to harp again on my girl botany and we get to see her fabric choice for the first time and it's gray. It looks nothing like what she's wearing. There is no Ankara. There's no, there's not even a print. There's nothing. Does Mood have Ankara? Yes. Oh my God. Samili, I'm so glad oh, you asked man. that because they do. <laughs> they, they do. And it's on sale. It's always on sale. Oh, you know why? Because you can get Ankara fabrics for not that much in East Flatbush and no, you know, <laughs> people who go to mood don't know that, but the people in mood know that now because at first, okay, you can get, okay, I mean, I'm going to rant. You can get six yards for $36 or for actually $30 in, wow. in the Bronx. And so when they started carrying Ankara fabrics, they were selling that for like 45. I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh, six yards for $45. That is ridiculous. Even though for mood, it's very cheap because usually I would say on average, you get it's like between 14 and 16 a yard is the average price for for fabrics so to get something that's you know around seven eight a yard it's not that bad but if you know where to get Ankara fabrics in new york you can get it for much a much better price so the Ankara fabric they have is plentiful and it's on sale it's on sale botany she get any Just, but she just, didn't even really get, she didn't get any print nothing not even a home. print nothing i guess nothing spoke to her or is this it's when she mentioned she went to like sent she went to like tuck in her model i can't remember um, if this is the point in time when she was like i chose these fabrics because i want to just like tuck her in 
again, red flag. I was like, this is not going well for my girl from Inglewood. Not going well at all. <laughs> um, all right. So now it's Tim critique time. So, mm-hmm. so we, um, so, our, so we're going to get some short clips of Tim walking around at each designer. And for those of you who don't listen or who don't watch the show. So this is the time where Tim comes in and goes to everyone and asks them, especially since it's the first episode, he wants to know what they're working on, but he also wants to know a little bit about them, like an elevator pitch of who you are so that the cameras can sort of get it, you know, um, in conjunction with their first crit with Tim. So everyone sort of introduces themselves and then they get into what they're making. So for instance, like we have Kenya up first and um, she's also one of my favorites so far. He's like, so Kenya, tell me a little about you. She's like, you know, I'm just a short little ball girl from Atlanta and <laughs> here's what I'm making. <laughs> You know, it's just really wonderful and just kind of and, and really fun. So mm-hmm. um, you go through everyone pretty quickly. But did anyone stand out to you during this crit time? Um, actually, Kudz and I. Hmm, Kudz and I, our yeah, um, our guy from Zimbabwe. He, yeah, he stood out because he reminded me a lot of Aaron. <laughs> oh, <laughs> from how last so? season. How so? How so? Or just like I don't know. Winner like of when season I saw, fifteen. What'd you say? The season 15 winner. Just, yes. Just, yeah, just background. Yes, season 15 winner. <laughs> um, only because, like, his fabric, his silhouette looked a little similar to the coats that she was pretty much known for. Okay. And. Because was that neoprene? You know. Um, I don't know if they said or if he said. But or maybe he did. But could but you, could you looked, tell? It, it looked, looked like neoprene. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just, like, bold colors, which Aaron always used these bold right. colors. Yeah, because oh. he's using these, um, th- uh, These again, he is in the red family, right. backed with some pinks, so red and pink. Yeah, which, I mean, Aaron would totally do that. Oh, yeah, she did that. Yeah, she did, did do that, Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did that several times. So. Precisely. So, <laughs> There's a whole yeah, challenge about that, red, that really so. stood out to me. And then also the, twin, the twins, of course. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what about the twins? I just wrote a big ha. (laughs) (laughs) Man, if you, if any of you listening don't watch the show, just go back and watch that (laughs) particular part of them. It is being critiqued by Tim. Annoying. I mean, you would think that they were trying to pull the wool over Tim's eyes and just really butter up their design like mm-hmm. it was the you know cream of the crop yeah, yeah. the way they were talking about it pulling all these world words out of the air again, like yo just- yeah again i think it's their code switching they have a twin code and they're trying to speak so you know non-twin weird. language and i think their edit is hilarious at this point <laughs> you know at first oh, it's at the, you know when i first started watching it i was like oh my gosh they're so annoying but the but as you get deeper into the episode, it just gets really funny to me. And it's not okay. <laughs> At this part, we do get cutouts from other designers, um, namely Amy and Margarita, <laughs> who are imitating them. Oh, uh, it's, great. it's uncanny. They're really easy to imitate, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And so they're going back and forth, <laughs> and it's just so funny. But the edit themselves, it's so true, because I think Sean sh- Sean shaved. Sean Shave's interaction with Tim is bizarre. And it's oh. it's just like she is... Uh, the, so, okay. 
they're clearly uncomfortable talking to other people besides themselves. And Tim's response to Sean is he says this thing. He looks utterly bewildered, but he goes, Oh, okay. I I get it. I feel like there's (laughs) something familial going on here. I'm like, what, what does that mean? She's flapping around. She's wearing, she's, she's so Sean shave, shave Sean is uh, working with draping this white top with a lot of tails on it and she's tying them up and she's flipping them around and she's untying them. She's tying them. And I think Tim is also hypnotized by the way they're speaking to him in their twin (laughs) code switch language. And he just doesn't know what to make of it because in a way they also sound like Tim, but not put, but Tim doesn't sound put upon. I, it sounds as if they are putting on, uh, they're speaking in a way that is unnatural Right. Tim also enunciates and is very proper with his vocabulary. But and he's so relaxed about it. They're because too, it's natural it's, for him. They're doing yeah. something that is not uh, natural for them. Again, they're 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 talking to other people. It's it's as simple as that. They don't like talking to other people. That's just what I feel. Yeah, it's so. almost like they feel like oh, they gotta sell this. You know, this is um, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Claire hair is wearing is she's creating a dress with these layered sheer fabrics and she's explaining to Tim by saying like there's this trend in shears I'm like what oh my goodness you're creating a and sheer- that dress I'm like that ain't nothing new I've I've seen that like on every season yes somebody's made that every think, single season and I think both of them the way she's making this layer of sheer fabrics um, and you, we'll see later. It's like, it's a perfectly fine dress, but there's nothing. Right. And it, it even, again, looks sort of like what they came in wearing. But um, what I don't like and what I'm a little freaked out, and there's another f- designer on the show who freaks me out a little bit for different reasons, but they sort of dissolve into each other's critique with with Tim. And there's some times where you see Tim talking to one of the twins and you see the other twin whose back is to them, but you can tell she's listening it's like mm-hmm. guys <laughs> why don't you work it's weird um, oh and also i'm not digging sean's shorts oh god it just i just feel like that's ugh. i mean it, it doesn't shorts. i don't know it doesn't seem like much it doesn't seem like anything yeah i agree i agree um we also have a a quick um hmm, meeting with with uh with botany and um, I don't, I'm not going to rant anymore. I'm, I have in my <laughs> notes, I rant the whole time in my notes because she pulls out <laughs> these appliques and, and puts, pu- pulls them around the, the, the dress. She has no idea what she's doing. Um, and I think she's also trying to do like a hypnotizing thing, you know, a twin style, but it's not working. And Tim is like, I feel as if most of your ambitions are in the embellishments. And I agree Mm-hmm. I agree. It's just, and it's almost like you see what's on her mannequin with this gray drab fabric. And then you see what she has on and she's yeah. wearing such vibrant, amazing colors. This, the textiles, the way she styled herself and put, and has put that together, you know, it is on, you know, and this is, this is high praise from, from us on the workroom. It is Dom level. Mm-hmm. So Dom Strader, who is just, 
she's a genius with prints. We have bot- botany who puts herself together in a way that I also think is genius and texture and style. And you have it next to your, your mannequin and you have this terrible fabric and it's in, in for mood. It is, it is insulting to mood. I'm just saying anyway. All right. I'm done with that rant for that section. I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> I don't know if you have more to say, but it makes me and mad. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, I've, I did little notes on everybody, but mm-hmm. I mean, those were the ones that stood out. Yeah. I also thought that annoying friend stood out as well, a.k.a. Cha-Cha, oh. because Tim hates him. The way Tim it's, looked at him, oh. <laughs> I feel like Cha-Cha was also trying to do a hypnotic thing, trying to woo Tim into liking the design that he was making, quote-unquote, and I've, it, I've never, okay, I have seen Tim look like that, but it almost looked as if he was looking through Cha-Cha and he was looking <laughs> through Cha-Cha to the producers and whoever made the final decision to cast Cha-Cha and he's making this fate like, not this bullshit again, really? Oh, and he's man. like, he does this thing sometimes where he's like, what's the freaking point like when Tim goes off? It looked like in his head, he's like, what is the freaking point of this? Why is this person here? And um, I feel like he had a, a look in his in his face where he's like, no, Cha-Cha shouldn't be here. It was like a giant should not moment. And so then, because Tim does this thing where he asks everyone to give him their, um, like, again, like he, he asks everyone to like, hey, what is your aesthetic? And Cha-Cha just refers to Disney characters like Ariana Grande and Molly Cyrus, which isn't <laughs> an aesthetic, but it's, it's an inspiration for a real aesthetic. And so I feel like... <laughs> Tim is done when Chacha asks about a placement of the scrunchies he made. So he made these little things that look like, like accordion scrunchies. And he's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, on the back here, or should I put it on the front here or on the side here? And Tim is just so economical and goes like, whatever your designer spirit tells you commit. And that's it. (laughs) So I'm like, if that's all that Tim says, that's not good. That's not good. And of course for someone who has it has, you know, a sense of themselves in a way that can be like, okay, all right, I'll just, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to interpret this as Tim telling me to trust my viscera. I'm going to commit and I'm just going to go ahead and do it. But Cha-Cha is just mind boggled. He just doesn't know what, what's going on. And, you know, and I, and I think that's, that doesn't bode well for him at all. Yeah. I, honestly, I do like the shimmery fabric he has with that pink. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. no, there was just nothing going on there. Um, oh, and also I want to shout out Bossic. Brandon got a Bossic. So Brandon, our, our, our red <laughs> face, um, terrified designer, got another Tim classic critique. Tim used the word basic. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Samelia translates that into, into uh, Bossic. Bossic. Yes, it is another kiss of death. So... <laughs> so I think it's interesting because Tim leaves and pretty much ruins everyone's life uh, right before the models come in. And um, we have another series of models in the mirror moment where um, the models are sort of getting their feedback on how they think their designers are doing or how they feel in, in, in their fits. And um, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I, I feel like we have a couple of models who have to sort of be, um, uh, a de facto, not a de facto, but like a kind of a support system for their designers. And we have Lyris again, 
mm-hmm. <laughs> who has to sort of kind of, you know, I think boost up Brandon a little bit. Um, we have Samantha. Samantha's model feels a little oh, matronly yeah. Yeah. in her outfit. And I have to agree. Samantha, who we have not really heard from much, um, but but she was one of the designers who who, were, who was very excited to have um, uh, a plus size model as her her first um, muse, and uh, I honestly I didn't I didn't really call out her her critique with Tim uh, because I felt like her dress looked like a mess. Tim didn't say anything about it, and I was shocked. I didn't. I, I liked Tim... I liked the the neckline. Now it's probably about it. Yeah, the neckline to me, is, <laughs> but it's also very expensive. But then it seemed like she changed it. I, she just like she added had more cool crap layering that I she was just... liking where it was going, but then it seemed totally different afterwards. Yeah. She layered a lot of mess on top of that, so it's like a deep V, which is a very I think standard silhouette. Um, in past seasons, when we had the quote unquote real um, real woman challenge. Um, we always have that silhouette with an up here waist, um, an A-line skirt and a deep V tank top. It's very flattering. A lot of body ties, especially women with, if with larger busts, but I felt like for Samantha, it was just looking like a mess, but also expected at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Anyone else with this model fitting that, that stood out Did any of the models, anything well janine really loves um kenya's vibe Mm -hmm. um and she's just feeling the whole outfit so yeah so i think that's a good fit yeah i thought so kenya has made this mermaid dress that is that fits really tightly and it has a corset Mm -hmm. and she's basically almost finished she just has to fit it you know and and sort of put the final touches on it and she has like a whole garment already up and ready um we also get to see um a close to finished look from Deontay who we mentioned earlier got that giant flower print six Mm -hmm. yards of it Mm -hmm. and he reveals his girl is going to the cons film festival and I, I, love it. I loved it too. I just thought mm-hmm. it was so amazing, and and his model looks really, yeah. really, really wonderful. She really it. stands out, and the fact that he cut that whole thing on the bias, oh I was like, gosh. oh my. And right. it, I mean, it just looks, it looks super legit. It really does. And also, so there, what I think, what I love about it, and we'll, I will get to that later, is that there is an asymmetry to it, but it still has a symmetrical feel from the mm-hmm. front. Yep. Oh, covers her so well. Kind of magical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So um, so we, we hit the end of the day. And of course, I uh, forgot to mention at the top that most of these challenges are one day challenges, people. So they've been, um, oh, I also, also didn't mention the actual challenge. The actual challenge is to create a, a red carpet did. look. Did, did, we, did I mention that? Oh, well, we said one size does not fit all. Yes, because oh, I okay. feel like that's the most important reveal. <laughs> the, I think the challenge is secondary to who they're actually working with because the challenge is to make a red carpet look. But they don't right. tell you which red carpet. So it's open. It's it's sort of like most of the other first challenges where they want you to make um, make a look that expresses who you are, that communicates your style and aesthetic and um, and, and who your 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 muse is or your person and where they're going. Because I they always ask these mm-hmm. questions. You kind of have to know since fashion is 
functional, where is this person going to go at the end of the day? What, what is the story behind these clothes? And so, um, so, so some people are going to Cannes, some people are going to the Oscars and people are going to the VMAs or to the billboard awards or the Grammys. And so the sky's the limit. It, it is a very open and, um, yeah, it's a very yeah. open challenge where you can be very creative. So, so yeah, so we hit the end of that day and they go back to the box house, which, uh, I think is in Williamsburg. So they're just bouncing around Brooklyn. You know, they go they're they're hanging out in Manhattan and they go and they, they spend the night in Brooklyn. Um, and so then we have uh, day two, which is runway day and we're back in the workroom. So, um, mm-hmm. we have pretty much, you know, kind of like the standard run around and, uh, they do their hair and makeup and we, we finally get to the runway, but before we get to the runway, Samelia, did anything send out in this rushed, this ma- last minute mad dash before we get out to the runway? Um, <laughs> only Sean's shorts look, still look ugly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like the my initial thoughts about a lot of their looks kind of played out. Kenya's dress is looking more beautiful because I don't know that we saw the the skirt portion. Right, right. To her look, yeah. And when I saw it, I was like, ooh. Yeah. It, so okay, uh, yeah. and I want to call out Kenya because she is known for her peplum, and um, and you know, I have a thing about designers making peplum. <laughs> <laughs> so many do it and i have a theory that oh, it's mostly yes, if you have if you have a bunch if you have a bunch of black designers one of them is going to be the peplum queen one of them is going to make a bunch of peplums or all of them at, at least at one time and it has mm-hmm. someone who she only makes peplum for herself and then i was looking at this dress i was like oh wow her first dress i thought it was gonna be a peplum but i realized that it's a mermaid dress but she did make a peplum for the knees so she made like <laughs> knee peplum. She so she got it in there, and it it works. Oh man! <laughs> so. oh, <goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So um, we it's time for the runway. So how this usually works is Heidi comes out and reintroduces um, the challenge and then introduces the prize, but. Since it's Sweet 16, before we get to the actual runway, we get this raw behind the scenes look showing off the production crew and the the producer room. And then Heidi's pointing around the set as if she's instructing things and actually making decisions, which she's probably not. Um, But (laughs) there's this like this feel of, you know, um, this is the behind the scenes look. This is what it really is. And we get to see everyone sort of, you know. Um, meeting each other and whatever it's very raw and I kind of mm-hmm. I kind of like it I, I'm a sucker I love it I love it yeah because <laughs> I'm nosy yeah well it's a way for for the show to kind of break down those barriers of yeah you know we're here you're there as a viewer and kind of let you in a little more so it's I mean it's a plus exactly yeah it's awesome all right so we have Heidi on to to welcome the designers back to the runway and again Again, the runway is its own celebrity. The designers are giddy. They are starstruck by everything. And, <laughs> and you know, I have a theory that Heidi has like a sadistic side. So they're smiling and they're just really happy. And I feel like she's not 
particularly happy about that. She can't wait for, you know, when you get into the weeds and everyone is just exhausted and mad at each other. I feel like she gets mm. a kick out of that. But right now she's like, you guys are smiling for now, but mm, this is Project Runway. <laughs> You're going to cry soon. <laughs> You're going to cry a lot. <laughs> and not from joy, from pain. <laughs> pain oh, fashion. man. Um, anyway, so we get we get a full rundown of what the actual prize is. And so every oh. every season there is a different um, corporate sponsor, a fashion corporate sponsor. And this year the, the fashion corporate sponsor is JCPenney. Mm-hmm. which I'm shocked by because I think this is JCPenney trying to revamp itself. You know, they're attaching themselves to this show and, you know, I think it's really interesting because you don't really, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, this is great. It's an interesting little twist here. Um, anyway, so, so the, one of the prizes is to collaborate with JCPenney on a limited edition on a capsule collection. Of course they get brother, Silly machines and and other brother related products, and makey makeup and beauty products from Avon. They get a Lexus NX, a 2018, a new one. Uh, they get those pilot pins, <laughs> the friction erasable pins, a bunch of those, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I want some of those. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know, I'm I'm poo pooing it, but they're probably really amazing. But I'm just like, dang, they mention these pilots and they have the longest name: the pilot friction erasable pins. Come on, I know. Um, yeah. and they get a trip to Japan, not at Best Western, who used to be a <laughs> sponsor <laughs> for previous years. Uh, but they get a trip to Japan, and of course, um, as usual, but. Nothing to laugh at. A spread in Marie Claire magazine and a hundred thousand dollars to start their own line. Mm-hmm. All right, so we get on to the runway show. So, um, what what we're gonna do is actually we're gonna talk about the top looks, the bottom looks, and um, then we're gonna pull out our personal favorites who didn't make it into either one. Or I, I would say our personal least favorites. So people who we thought should have been called out for their looks um, in a positive or negative way. Um, and so we're going to jump right to, um, let's see here, who came out on top. So first we have Kenya with her knee peplum. <laughs> <laughs> so her model comes out and Kenya cries immediately. So she's like a, a lot of tears. But okay, so 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 Kenya, um, I, I don't know. I'll just say who's on top. So Kenya, Brandon, um, uh, terrified Brandon, and Deontay. <laughs> Deontay, they're all on top for for their looks. So let's start with them. And what what was your what was your reaction to these guys being in the top? I. I think I was fine with Kenya and Deontay being in the top, but Brandon, I was hmm. like, I wasn't really wowed by his look. Yeah. Just in general, no matter where she was going, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. I just, maybe it's my per- own personal um, take, but I didn't feel like he needed to be in the top for yeah. sure. I mean, I agree. I I honestly think that this might have been a producer pick. So yeah, <laughs> only it's because yeah. you know he um, he did something that I think a lot of other the other designers did not do is that like he 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 showed her midriff and mm-hmm. showed her leg and really showed off her body 
in in a way that was was really nice. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I I, I agree. I honestly would have replaced Brandon's look with with Kuzanai's look. Just oh yeah, saying. oh yeah, yes, easily. Not just because it's neoprene <laughs> or Aaron reminiscent of last. No, season, I mean but... his look was. Oh my gosh! I mean he was he was safe, and I, I feel like he should have won yeah. this challenge. So Kuzanai is the first one that I place in a safe. Um, safe group if you are looking on the cheat sheet which again the link is in the description um, and I, I wanted him in the top because I really wanted to get a closer look at what he did it seemed as yeah. if the it's way he really cut intricate. that fabric yeah so complicated and there's something really interesting going on with the top vest looking thing where it was it looks like the the left side of the shoulder was cut differently from the right side of the shoulder or it was draped and wasn't even really attached to the rest of the garment and yeah it was really cool it was like a puzzle it was like a really mm-hmm. beautiful puzzle mhm and then how he styled that you know the purse with it and, mm-hmm. it, and just that pop of floral yeah telling you floral and reds are just like and metallics interesting I bet we'll see a lot more of that throughout the season. Yeah, I agree. Um, any so any thoughts on so we we loved Kenya's look, um, and we kind of loved Deontay's look. I think it was sort of a given. Um, I yeah. I really appreciate that they chose Deontay's look because I I didn't know so so there's also a part of the show where the where the judges get to look at the garments closely, and this year. We have our um, our regulars, our normals. We have, of course, Heidi Klum, Zach Posen, and Nina Garcia. And the guest judge for this episode was Olivia Munn mm-hmm. um, because she's starring in a movie. So she's here. And then um, so anyway, so they get close to Deontay's piece. And what I thought was interesting is it's two pieces. It looks like one whole dress, but it's a top. Oh, it's two? It separates. It separates. I didn't even realize yeah. that. Yeah, they lift it up on the side and it's like, oh, it's a shirt. And it's they said a shirt and a skirt, I think. I was like, that's not a shirt. <laughs> you can't call it a shirt. Come on. Right. But oh. it's two pieces, but it looks like one dress um, that's been layered and, and cut through. But it's a, it's a it's separate. She could wear that with some hot pants, jeans, and who knows what that skirt looks like underneath. But, mm-hmm. you know, she could pair it with something else. So it's 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 also a very versatile outfit. I saw it was just yeah. amazing. Wow. Who knew with just one print? You know, he didn't even uh, mix it up. So And the way it walked, like when with that top part or being cut on the bias, mm-hmm. it makes it seem like flower petals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it kind of does that little so cool. f- uh, fl- flitty, filthy mm-hmm. thing or whatever. It kinda like curls a little bit. Um all right, so let's move on to our lows, our lowest scores. <sighs> Sigh. We have Botany, Cha-Cha, and, and Sean. Shaved Sean. So, <laughs> uh, so so, what were your thoughts on, on this bottom three? Did you agree, disagree? Was there anyone else that you would have placed here? I agreed, but there could have been, I probably wouldn't have put, I mean, Botany's look wasn't great, but I probably wouldn't have, I would have had her safe mm-hmm. and maybe put either Centel or oh. Aaron or even Samantha. Oh 
my god. Samantha's look was so basic. Oh, oh my I god. I hated it. I was so mad. It Her was like, what is that? Angered me. I was like, you know, okay, just as a sidebar. So I am, I'm, I'm not the best sewer, right? So I'm learning <laughs> how to make garments. And, you know, Samelia, you are, you are the advanced one out of the two of us. And I'm, I'm still the learner. Um, I just recently took advantage of a giant McCall's pattern sale. <laughs> so if anyone out there <laughs> likes <laughs> patterns, sometimes McCall's has these great sales and they had a sale and one of the patterns looked like Samantha's dress. And I'm pretty sure if you go on the website, it's rated easy. Oh. I'm just saying Samantha, you know, it's, I understand like having a simple silhouette, but then she put a bunch of junk on it and just weighed that thing down. And then the pleats yeah, had something going in there. Good. Yeah. She just took something that was really simple with pleats. And I think how she treated the fabric was so complicated and it was overworked and it's going to mm -hmm. get her into trouble. I think it's going to yeah. be a problem as they kind of whittle down the designers because she should have been the bottom. And Sintel, yeah. I agree as well. What was that? Oh, that oh, freaked me Lord. out. Did you see the back? Oh, oh. man. Wait, what was it? Oh, it the, got worse. the seams. Oh, they were, it was they're puckered, good. the seams. So if you can, you know, zoom into the back there. This model had no shape. I don't, oh. did they, they might not even commented. But then, you know, that's kind of the thing. This is the first episode. There's so many designers. Yes. Yeah. We will see so, as, as we move on. We, it, yeah. It, they can't hide for long. As, as <laughs> right. you will come to notice and we will remember their first looks <laughs> right i mean in a way i you know i'm thinking of why they put i mean you know sean to me was like mm, i don't think she does she didn't necessarily i didn't like her look but i can i could have seen her going either way i really don't think she really deserved to be in the bottom um right. i think they needed a twin in yeah, the bottom they so they just, could have that drama of yeah. separations like hey mm -hmm. you're gonna lose your other half and then, of course, Cha-Cha, because he's a problem in the mouth. <laughs> like, his oh mouth is an issue. And uh, and, and we have Botany, who's shit. like, yes. <laughs> 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 I know. Did, but did you really think his look deserved to be in the bottom? Yes. Okay. All right. I did. Especially, like, the model fittings. And he had her in a, a there was, like, a rope. around. I was like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. What do you mean a rope? It was just a rope around her waist. I think it was something he was trying out. Oh, I gosh. was like, no. Oh, I looked away. I definitely looked away <laughs> and then, you know, erase it from my me my memory. Just yeah, it just was that. so bad. Mm. Everything about it. Yeah, I think the the one person I actually agreed with being in the bottom was Botany. Really? I really did think she needed to be in the bottom. And, you know, and it's because I was just increasingly more angry and it's because my expectations for her were so so high yeah. from the very beginning and you know even from you know since project runway has been tweeting you know hey meet this one designer i remember seeing her and getting so excited and then thinking girl you can get your fabric here in new york at mood and that's the one time where i'm like mm -hmm. i'm glad mood has ankara fabrics before i was like why are you doing this mood you don't <laughs> just, I'm, I'm little, I was just a little sensitive about them carrying that fabric, but I was like, for for botany, it's meant to be. You can find it; it's there. Um, and right. and for her to pick this sad, sad gray, and also the way she spoke about her model, and you know, um, her being more insecure about how her model looked, it. Um, so she did try. She actually used the words, 
camouflage when the judges asked her, why did you put this huge little flap in the front? And she's like, I wanted to basically hide her body. I wanted mm-hmm. to, I wanted to hide and, and um, flatter her midsection, meaning, you know, erase it from your memory, from oblivion. I, I don't even want you to think about the fact that she might have a midsection. So I'm going to put this right. crazy, you know, fin on the front of her stomach. And it's just mm-hmm. like, girl, what are you doing? Do you even know how to do this? And I'm so worried. That would have been more acceptable. I feel like if that were on the back, then yes. what she did on the back. But there's no way she weird. wanted to cover up her stomach. And I'm like, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid for botany. I don't really know. She knows actually how to translate her, her i don't even know how she is she knows how to design for other people and for other other unfortunately for other bodies and so i'm i was just really worried and then of course you know we see this she turns around the model if you see in the back and you have the lace detail going down to the bottom um and it's covering up a mistake like it's literally, mm-hmm. there's literally an asshole in the back. Like she, there's like a, like a hole, a tear in the fabric <laughs> and <laughs> Heidi calls it out. And I, she's like, are you hiding a seam back there? Why do you have that, that lacy towel? She's like, Oh, I just thought it was plain back here. And I was like, you know why it was plain? Cause it was gray. You, you chose plain gray fabric. You could have chosen yeah. something else. You have an eye for, for, for prints. Obviously I'm so mad. I'm, I, I go on all, all night about her and botany but you know it's fine it's fine um (laughs) yeah any any other thoughts about who any even the the safe people anyone that stood out to you that might that should have been in front of the judges um let's see there was oh amy's look i was like okay amy so it it transformed literally I kind of so Amy's look starts off and this is the thing you can't really see this in the cheat sheet but that skirt is essentially a coat right oh my god I just thought that I was wild I wanted the model to keep that coat on I didn't care if it changed into a skirt because okay think about where is she going in that bikini top I think the top could have been a little different but the concept of the you know, yes. you can wear it this way or that, and right. it's two different looks. I think that's it's so versatile. So, what if the weather changes a little bit, and you know, <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, like I need a coat, but now I can go to the beach. <laughs> I'm cold natured, so I'm like, well, I might want to put the coat back on. <laughs> I and of course, I love coats. I have a thing. <laughs> I love coats, and so I saw the model come out with the full garment on at first, and I just was like, <gasps> and then she took it off. I was like, no. No, put it back on. Put Maybe it back that's why on. She's just oh, I loved it. I loved it for that millisecond. And I was so yeah. upset that she walked to the back and didn't put it back on. Oh, oh man. That would have been. I, but lo- I, I just did wanted to like see it. Her look a lot. I, I liked it before she took it off and put it, made it a skirt. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so we, we've, we've, we've um, determined our high scores and our, and our low scores. So, all right, Samelia, who yes. is the winner? So the winner is Deontay. Deontay. Yay. Oh, he just had a baby. For his Michelle Obama <laughs> look. <laughs> his model does kind of look reminiscent of Michelle Obama. The hair, oh, she's super tall. <laughs> Wait, say it again? 
Zach, that's what Zach said. I know, I know. I was like, he's like, I had a Michelle Obama moment, and the the I forgot her name. I her, her name is Monique, the model's name. Um, yeah. And she did this thing. She's like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I just want to be compa- be compared to Michelle Obama all day. Um, right. And anyway, we say goodbye to Deontay as he goes back to the green room, but he makes the most awkward scrim celebration. You know, yeah. he goes behind and, and it's just too much. It's awkward. And he it's does a lot of extras. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'll give him that extra because he might have become a father that day. He won the challenge yeah. and he might have, right. his wife might have like popped out their baby. So, and then uh, <laughs> who goes home? Cha cha. Yay! <laughs> Wait, so you're, you're happy. <laughs> oh my gosh, sigh of relief. I'm so glad he's gone. <laughs> it was not, it wasn't right, Cha Cha. It wasn't going to be right. <laughs> it's never going to be okay. Oh man, I feel his like, look was completely awry. Oh gosh, no one liked it. They just were like, they're just looking at it like, what is this? What is this? I just feel as if Tim told them, get rid of him. I just still, I'll, I'll always um, think back on that look that he gave him at the first critique. And it just was like, no, I'm, I'm good. He was, I mean, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was done. It, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, so, but what I think is really funny is that um, uh, he leaves with, with a little bit of, uh, you know, un- unforeseen um or i would say that he was a little shady to sean sean shaved shave sean in the back (laughs) so sean doesn't go home of course and you and she goes they all go back into the green room and um she's on like cloud bottom three she's just the happiest person to not have been (laughs) eliminated and uh she's uh still holding the mantle of what I'm now calling like bootleg host of the green room. And Cha-Cha comes in and she's like, Cha-Cha, there is a girl who loves what you do as it is, just as it is just right now. You just need to find that girl. And Cha-Cha's like, Oh, I thought you were going to say that you were that girl. <laughs> like, I know it sounded like she, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what, what it, it sounded, sounded like. like. It's like, shut your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't need to make a speech. Exactly. You don't, no one needs to hear any of the things that you need to say. If you feel like you need to say it, you don't need to say it. Just, you know, just think twice, keep it to yourself. (laughs) That's a good point. You know, run it through your twin, run it through your twin speak. You know, I'm just going to say, I feel like that's probably the best thing to do. So anyway, so, oh my gosh, that, and that concludes the show. But moving forward, Samelia, since this is the first episode, so really quickly, who comes to mind for you as a standout top strong performer as we get um, ready to do our brackets in the next couple of episodes? I think Kudz and I for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely him. Yeah. Um, Amy, I'm going to add in Kentaro. I'm really excited to oh see what gosh. more he has. I actually really loved his look. I, I mean, I gasped mm-hmm. a little bit at his look. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, and Margarita. There is so there are a lot of really strong designers. Yeah. People that I'm curious to see more from. Wonderful. I mean, I'm excited too about Kuzanai. I I I can't wait. I kind of feel as if he's going to be um, uh, one of those sleeper 
um, designers who's who are who he's you know designing something that maybe the 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 judges don't really get yet, but they eventually will appreciate it, and it's you know eventually make its way to the forefront. Um, right. Also, Kentaro, I just want to point out that he kind of freaks me out. He doesn't blink much. Oh, and, really? um, no, not that much. <laughs> so I just think that's interesting. <laughs> it just, yeah, there's just a, there's just a vibe <laughs> he gives off and, and it has nothing to do with his design. <laughs> I thought, I thought his, you know, his, his model also gave off of a creepy vibe at the, on the runway. She had those mm. dead eyes, but, um, mm. but yeah, no, but you know, I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> okay yes all right well um uh that is the end of this episode um but before we say our official goodbyes before we go on samelia where can people find you you can find me on instagram facebook and twitter at textile shop that's t-e-x-s-t-y-l-e-s-h-o-p and also on my website, textileshop.com. And a little um, spoiler alert, or maybe not, I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be part of the design faculty for a new fashion design certificate program that we're gonna have. It's the first in Memphis. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, and that it's gonna be at my alma mater, Memphis College of Art. So I'm really Yay! excited. That's starting this fall and it'll it'll be a nine month um, program. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Yay. And we will in and please repeat that every single time we say goodbye. Well, that'll be your official <laughs> <laughs> official plug. So exciting. Yes. Yay. <laughs> and then Yay. and you can find me on the interwebs at Ernez, which is H E R N E A S E on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, and you can find me on my website at ErnezDavis.com and where you can find uh, my work and I have some things in the works that are they're coming um, into fruition but I will save it for later <laughs> as we get closer then I'll announce those um, and of course you can subscribe to our podcast so if you're listening now um, thank you so much and so wherever you like to listen to your podcast be it iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud you can subscribe to us there and of course you can get our sheet sheets in the um, descriptions or um, like us on Facebook and then you can get updates whenever our um, shows go live and that's at facebook.com forward slash the workroom podcast so um, thanks so much for uh, listening to us um, jab 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 on about this wonderful show and um, we love it and we hope you guys love it too and until next week we're, we're going to say goodbye bye bye